Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Renamek. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. As usual, as E2247 would have with his nice hieroglyphics, GR8, the GR, the number 8T. We're going to have, this is going to be the best show, the great show. Love E2247. E2247 is not here early, but that's okay. Welcome aboard. We have the first person in the house was... AVQ, AVQ says, Egberto, I'm away at the doctor. Taking my mom for a routine visit. Can't watch from away today. See ya tomorrow. And please check your Facebook messages. I left you a video link with an unanswered question to check out. Bridge MCP says, happy birthday, Egberto Willis. Thank you so kindly, Bridge MCP. Alistair Eve, how it, did Denton, Texas get Medicare for all? Did that headline catch you? You know what happens. They, they voted for it, but there's no real there's no real law behind it. They're just saying we support it. We are putting our stamp saying we support the bill that that El Senor uh, Bernie Sanders has in Congress, and we all you know it has to start somewhere. There are a hundred different municipalities that have voted. A hundred different municipalities have voted for Medicare for all. We have to turn this into an avalanche. Make sure that it occurs uh so i mean it's we're still in the beginning stages of getting these things done but we got to push we got to push we got to push we got to push we have to realize that we all have agency we have to realize that you know we we have been led to believe that we can't do the things that we need to do that we want to do that's what they would have you believe they want you to believe that you don't have recourse folks you have recourse alistair eve Alistair, I got you don't want to use that other name anymore. Okay, that's fine. Conroe, Texas need Medicare for all. Yes, I love Conroe. Nice, beautiful piney woods, Lake Conroe. Friend, actually, Roberto was on a resort at Lake Conroe, and Roberto's like, wow, out here it's kind of nice. Egberto, you ever been here? So yeah, those, and those were the days, man. Lake Conroe, that whole area is really, really nice. Uh, Yvette Avery Herod, buenas tardes, corazón. How are you doing, Yvette? Thank you for being here. Eric Hayes, happy birthday, Egberto. It's a blessed day on your still working. Of course, I'm still working. It's just a day. Got to work. We got, hey, democracy doesn't stop for anything, man. We got to keep them out. We got to keep working for democracy. All right, let's continue with uh, Bridge NCP says, always working, LOL. Come on, girl. You know that's what we do. Not, it's, we all are always working. You want to see somebody work? Look at, look at the message on top of you. So that, that woman named Yvette Avery Herod. She's she's one of our heroes. That is one of our our union heroes. She's gonna reunionize the entire America. Well, one of the many that's gonna do it. Breeze MCP says got FB. Oh, so you got the notification? I hope. All right, let's see what else we got. Question from before Eric. Since yours is long, let me go past that and then I'm gonna come back to it in a minute just so I can salute all the people that are here. Carl Cox, Medicare free healthcare for all? No corporate welfare. <laughs> Funny. Ashley is telling her dad. Happy birthday. Love my baby. My baby bought me a chocolate cake. Had it delivered to this place and we munched on. I think I ate about a thousand calories worth of chocolate cake, folks. So if I'm a little bit hyper, if sugar really makes you hyper, maybe that's why I'm hyper. Who knows? But it was great, that chocolate cake that she bought for me, my little baby. All right. Alistair says, happy birthday. Brother Piggy Lopez says, Hi, all. See you again Friday. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Listening today. Thank you, beautiful. Bruce says, Hippo Bird 2, shoes and many more. Huh? I like it, though. Like the, what is it? Is that an alliteration or something like that? Well, I can't remember what it's called. Anyhow, 
Paul Fleming says, ATL checking in. Paul says, hit that like button. Hey, listen to Paul Fleming. He says, hit the like button. Hit the, it, it's up arrow button, thumbs up on YouTube. Arrow the like button on Facebook. Make sure to follow me on Twitter. Egberto Willis is the Twitter handle. And on Twitch, just make sure and follow as well. All right, thank you for reminding me to say that, Brother Fleming. All right, E2247 is in the house. He says, hello, Egberto, happy birthday. Thank you, brother, thank you, brother, thank you, brother. Paul Fleming says, ADL checking in. And again, Alistair Eve says, kiddo, watching videos on my YouTube. Hey, you watch videos wherever you want to. Lee Grant says, feliz cumpleaños, my conservative brother who knows that I genuinely love my conservatives, brothers, sisters, my liberal brothers, sisters, my agnostic brothers, sisters, my whatever else, independent brothers, sister, because we're one team. And if we can promote that stuff, man, think about all the things that we're going to accomplish, man. You know what I mean? And it's not just talk. We can. We just have to supersede those folks. And we will. That's why Lee Grant is here every day. Right, Brother Grant? Come on. Tell me yes. Tell me yes. Bridge MCP says, Alistair Eve, hey, you have the same from YouTube. Uh, Bruce says, bailamos todos. I think you mean bailamos todos. Let's dance, right, Bruce? Just forgot the A, brother, but you got it, man. All right, Paul, thank you for the birthday. Lake, let's see. Lake Conroe caused the flooding in Kingwood area twice, 1994, 2017, thanks to premature releasing water on us. There's a lot of talk to discuss there. That's sort of a local issue. John Cotter says, happy birthday, Egberto from Germany. Hey, what are, why did you fly to Germany? The 7.30? No, I don't, you don't fly to 7.37 to Germany. I imagine you're flying to 7.77 or the 7.87, John. Hey, John is our resident pilot. He flies the big birds. I mean, the real big ones. Mike Kapvij, how do you feel about the Cruz Scotus ruling? The Cruz Scotus ruling. Is there something that I'm missing? Uh, help me out, Mike. Just tell me what it's about. Maybe I don't know it in the form that you're saying it. Or maybe I just don't know it. Bridge MCP's 13 watching, 19 ups. It better be more than that. Okay, come on, folks. Give us a thumbs up. And okay, the total I see right now is 20-something. Well, that is the aggregation. We need to uh, share, guys. Share, 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 share. Put it up. Though, again, most of our stuff comes on, uh, on, on a podcast. Emma Becker says, you don't look a day over 29. Feliz cumpleaños. And I love you. Tell them how much I had to pay you to say that, Beckers. Not a thing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Anyhow, let's get busy. Bridge says, ABC New Politics Super Coke uh, uh, Rules Senator Cruz Campaign Finance Case. Thank you. Uh, look, I don't want to click on the link right now. Um, Bridge, can you put in the feed the headline from that story? I just want to know, kind of get a feeling for what it is, if you don't mind. Thank you, my dear, beautiful friend. All right, let's go to Eric has some questions, right? says question you like to discount texas grid have you thought of the sheer push on investing on this is okay let me let me tell you why he put these questions in and because uh brother eric hayes had some very intelligent questions with regards to green energy and the grid and when i saw them i told i sent him back a message that said hey man great questions put it in the feed of course i asked him to separate the questions and my brother didn't, so he's going to force me to do this as one big block. Well, anyhow, if I have to jump to another one, I will. But he says, question, uh, you like to discount Texas Grid. Have you thought of the sheer push on investing only in renewable as of late due to the current administration policy decisions and cities in Texas that play this out 
and the lack of investment in traditional reliable energy sources like say natural gas plants i actually i i don't think i don't like the way you constructed that particular sentence in the way that you want in a way you're pushing the pushing an answer right but it is a rely i mean it is a very important question you want me to answer it in a particular way and what you're going to find is my answer is likely to be the answer that you want and because i, I you know i'm a practical person in the short term we are going to have to rely on the cleanest form of fossil fuel until that time that we have the wherewithal to be more uh, to more effective with green energy and i'm not going to add any more to that because some other questions that you have in there elaborate on the issue you say have you looked at the reliability in extreme heat that renewable wind provides as an example okay what does extreme heat means and how do you mitigate extreme heat punto final what you find is if i make a windmill for south texas where the temperatures are the desert where the temperatures are going to reach 100 to 120 degrees i will indeed have to put some precautionary type not only circuitry insulation and all of that within those particular devices to mitigate for excessive heat and the inability to radiate irradiate radiate as much heat as i could out of it let's say if i had these windmills in iowa the same applies to cold okay there are ranges that all equipment are made to operate in efficiently and so that can be mitigated anybody that you hear using an excuse of that nature they are being disingenuous because what it is saying is that i am going to build a windmill not to the specs of the environment but to the specs of some absolutist notion that makes absolutely no sense okay also next question from uh, eric also would uh, what if we are moving to more renewable then there should be enough backup power to keep supply up to what is generated from said renewable energy or the company supplying it doesn't get to use the grid power when it isn't productive okay i think what you're saying uh it's an issue here's the problem you're saying if i have a renewable plant on the grid and i cannot guarantee that let's say this renewable plant on the grid is a wind wind form but wind is not blowing you're saying if i can't guarantee that i can keep whether wind is blowing or not that i can keep the flow on that grid consistent that i should exist brother that makes absolutely no sense and it doesn't even work that way right now if if i have a gas plant that explodes in uh in tinbot 2 and i have an available gas plant in tinbot 3 we're gonna turn on tinbot 3 and and reroute electricity in such a manner that we load balance load balance electricity so that we fulfill the needs of the grid the same would apply if you have renewable energies of many forms and let's be frank here 
a lot of people, when they think about backup storage and renewable energy, the only thing they ever think about is batteries. You know, batteries made out of um, batteries made out of uh, what, what's the material? Lithium or all these other uh, rare earth type substances, right? There are a lot of things that can be used as batteries, and I think Netherlands they are experimenting with having a bat. You know what a battery is in Holland? Having uh, towers that lift up a very, 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 very heavy weight. So what it does is it changes potential energy, that very, very heavy weight on the ground, and lifts it up to some height, right? And whenever there needs, whenever the, it's not generating wind power or something, that weight starts to drop. Again, it's a simple calculation. One half MV squared, rather, one half MH is the... One half mHg is the formula to get how much energy is in a particular mass. And then, of course, you have one half mV squared to talk about how much you're going to get coming down. Okay? That is just a formula for generating, you know, how you think about generating energy from a, a body coming up and down. That's engineering to me talking, brothers. Anyhow, so all those things that you're speaking about, uh, are, um, Eric, are very good questions. My problem with what you'd hear on right-wing media is as opposed to letting their people know that every single one of those have answers. Yes, they also have a cost associated with it. They make you believe falsely that it's an impediment to get green energy. In reality, it is not. Let's give another example. Let's say we had humongous wind farms all over the desert southwest, right? What's happening in the desert southwest right now to the Colorado River? You know what's happening? It's drying up. Is it ever going to refill again? We don't know, right? It all depends. Climate change may change the patterns completely of, of the way uh, it rains, etc. But guess what? If you have an unlimited number of, or uh, if you just line the areas with green energy, right? You can actually use that energy to pump water into Lake Powell, pump water into Lake Mead. People say, why are you pumping water into there? Why not, you know, just generate electricity right away? You said you wanted a battery. The lakes are big batteries. So all that green energy can be used when available and part of it used to refill the lakes. Where's the water gonna come from? Guess what? It's already, you use the water that you're flowing down and you put it back up, right? You put a percentage of it back up. And what happens then? Because most of the water is gonna eventually go into, you know, we have to think about other ecosystem things that occur, right? Like the, the areas where the, it dumps into the ocean is gonna be more salinated than normal. You're gonna to have to play with the different types of environment versus, uh, versus energy, etc. But all of that is possible. Nobody wants to talk about it because by the way, it doesn't work well under capitalism because the payback is over decades right there is payback if you want to if you want to monetize it but it occurs over decades so i think i've answered every single one of your questions i hope i've answered it to your satisfaction i asked you to put it in there all right i'm going back to the list here my brothers and sisters bridge mcp says from the thing it says 
The Supreme Court's conservatives majority has sided with Republican Ted Cruz and stuck down and struck down a provision of federal campaign finance law. The Supreme Court's conservative majority sided Monday with Republican Senator Ted Cruz of Texas and struck down a provision of the federal campaign's law, a ruling that a dissenting justice said runs the risk of causing further disrepute to American politics. The court, by 6-3, said the provision Cruz challenged limiting the repayment of personal loans from candidates to their campaigns, repayment of personal loans from their candidates, uh, from the candidates to their campaigns violates the Constitution. The decision comes just as campaign for 2022 midterms elect. Oh, my God. Chief Justice Roberts wrote for the majority, burdens core political speech without proper justification. So money is politics. I mean, money is speech again. You know, uh, the 28th Amendment that moved to amend the group that I was a part of, we wanted to codify into law that corporations are not people and that money is not speech because you get results like this. You get results like this. Horrendous. Who asked me about that? Emma, uh, somebody asked me about what I thought about that ruling. I think it is a horrendous ruling. Completely horrendous ruling. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, how do you feel? That was uh, Mike Capvig. Horrendous ruling. That is a shame. Uh, Cutter says that Cruz case is going to make the corruption from big money even worse in campaigns. My God, you're so right. Melanie Keelan says, Felicidades, Egberto. Muchísimas gracias, Melanie. So, I mean, that's, that's a web sending me. Happy birthday. And, okay, let's see. Maywood says, hello, everyone. Here from as long, internet last. Maywood, your internet will last. We, we are going to demand that it lasts. But he says, uh, Eric, you have backup power or you don't get to be on the grid. Uh, you, you, you have backup power or you don't get. No, that, that would be a horrendous rule. That would be terrible because we don't. We don't, we don't ask a gas plant to do that. And a gas plant can run out of gas, a, like, like it occurred during the freeze, right? What's the difference with a gas plant running out of gas uh, than a windmill running out of wind? That's the, fu the fuel for windmill is wind. The fuel for a gas plant is gas. All of them are, uh, the, the gas plant is finite resources. The wind isn't. So no, it makes, it, it actually, uh, uh, Eric, it makes absolutely no sense. That is just some way of trying to prevent uh, green energy from becoming the rule because what happens is then they force all green plants to be more expensive than they need to be by saying, we must have back in store on every windmill. Every windmill must now have a battery on it. Well, how long should the battery last for? Huh? How long? You know? You know, you get it it, 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 it is actually a rather silly requirement. It makes no sense, actually. In other words, you're saying, let's deny energy because you can't provide energy 100% of the time. That makes no sense at all. All right. Corruption is a result from Carl Cox. Corruption is a result of too many people, voters who are greedy and not using their minds and realizing that they are being shafted. True. Emma Baker says, "Green and welcome, Emma. Green Mountain Energy is Vermont. In Vermont, did a proof of concept where all residents had solar panels with house batteries. All homes were connected together on the grid. So when the power company couldn't, that is great. That is great, uh, and that is wonderful." Eric Hayes says, "Not same, bro. There are other plants that come on as they are peaker plants and paid for quick starting." So you, you are wrong, Egberto, there should be backup power for renewable. 
again, uh, there, there, that should never be a requirement to be on a grid. When the grid need power, it is there. So let, let's, let's go ahead and give an example. So let's say uh, like the problems Texas have right now. This summer, they are already asking people in Texas because of a lousy government that to please restrict your use of, of electricity on hot days. This, yeah, Texas is a banana republic, folks. You have to start, in, 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 I remember in Sabanitas, where I lived in, in Panama, Provincia de Colón, that would happen often, right? Well, people using too much electricity, you get all these brownouts, right? Well, that's what Eric is asking for. Because let's give an example. Let's say you have a solar field. And during the very heat of the day, all the gas plants are running at full potential, but they can't handle the wave. Well, don't forget what you said. If, you're, if you don't have back in store, you can't be on the grid. So that solar plant, that wind field, they'll just stay there. They can't be used, right? Because they can't be on the grid. It makes no sense. It's, it's, it's a silly concept. I hate to tell you, the people that, 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 that you hear pushing that, the purpose of that rule would be to negate the existence of green energy because they would have to invest in expensive backup power. And again, I ask you, how much, how long, how big a battery should they have? And I bet they won't have an answer for you. Let's get real. Emma says, deliver energy. The batteries in the resident homes would supply the energy needed. Yeah, why not? All right, let's see. Paul Fleming says, hey, Republican listeners, can you explain why your electors are against the Voting Rights Act? Look, here's what happened with, in, in Republican orthodoxy. Republican orthodoxy is not a winning orthodoxy at all. They don't, they don't ever win the majority, the popular vote. They are overrepresented in Congress and the Senate because we're not a democracy. So their big fear, at, you know, when they, were, when they were just 10 or 20% down from the center, in other words, when they were down from having the ability, you know, they didn't mind too much because the undemocratic nature of our Senate, the undemocratic nature of gerrymandering in red states, that allowed them to govern without having popular majorities. But when the reason they are out there talking about they shall not replace us should really be they shall not replace Republicans. That's what they're really talking about. It's not they should not replace us. It's they should not replace Republicans because that's their concern. Their concern is that as people get more intelligent, as people get more, again, as people get more intelligent and as people start realizing that the collective nature of existence is a lot more, it's a lot easier. The collective nature of existence provides a lot happier life. Ask all communities that live the collective life of existence. They know they're losing the battle. So therefore, they have to. They have to try to find a way. And the killings that we're seeing now by these right-wing thugs, they like it. They want these, they, look, they may say otherwise, but that killing that occurred in, in Buffalo, do you think these Republicans that, I'm talking leadership, not my Republican friends, talking leadership, the people who are doing policies, do you think they care about that? They don't care about that because that is terrorism. Terrorism says, I don't have to get 
to all of you. I just need to instill the fear in you, the fear that's going to stop you from going to vote because you're scared that some right-wing nut is going to come out there and shoot the place up. And they want you to believe that the potential, the possibility occur that that right-wing nut will shoot you up. And then you want to ask, why don't they want voter by mail? Because voting by mail, the safety of voting by mail means that people who believe all the crap on the right that you better not do this because, you know, there are these right-wing hacks that are out there. We have, you know, I got a, a mail the other day that said they were trying to find 10,000 10, poll watchers in Texas, and we allow folks to be armed, right? Texas is a crazy state, man. And don't think this is occurring in a vacuum. The idea being, we know who gets shot up, okay? You don't, you don't see the shooting up at these places in white neighborhoods at all. You don't, right? So they want to, they want to instill fear in a particular group of people. They don't want voter by voting by mail because again, if you're, if you're voting from the sanctity of your home, you don't have to worry about putting yourself at risk. So they don't want that. They're telling their people vote the day of the election, vote the day of the election. And that's what they want. It's hard for me sometimes, and I don't get upset, but it's hard not to get upset at good people like Eric Hayes and Lee Grant and others who can't read between the lines of exactly what's happening, what suppression looks like. Suppression is no longer, we, we codify that you can't vote. Suppression is creating the, 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 the environment in such a manner that you choose not to vote. Not that you can't vote, but that you choose not to vote. And that's the game they're playing. I think I answered that question, Brother Paul Fleming. If I'm not, just throw it back in there. Bruce says, we could use water displacement. Also, there are batteries with exchangeable electrolyte. Exactly right. And water displacement is a change of energy, right? It's a change of potential energy. And if you change it into a potential energy, a form, height, increase the height, and that's energy stored. All right, let's see. Uh, Roberto Lewis, El, we're going to have a good trip riding back to, to uh, Texas, man. Saludos, politics done right. Quiero saludar a mi hermanazo. Happy birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. Siempre, siempre. One love. That is from a brother, from Roberto Lewis. Thank you, my brother. Uh, Maywood says, replying to Bridge MCP, the internet issues. No, it was the modem. Okay, got it. Daniel Ledo says, just heard about this new replacement theory. I feel so stupid. Apparently, it's been around for years. Um, look, we always knew about replacement theory. It's just that it hadn't been. It, it, it sort of was underground. No, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't just learn about replacement theory, right? But here's the deal: it's been underground for a very long time, right? So, how should I say this? Because this is important. Well, I, I'll, I'll leave that alone. I'll leave that alone. Paul Fleming says, if global warming continues, you'll see pipelines come in from the oceans to be converted to fresh wa drinking water and agricultural water. We, but the problem, let me tell you what the problem is, okay? Capitalism would love that in that form, right? Because capitalism is going to say, we will let people start to starve first, die from hunger, as we wait till we can monetize the building of the pipelines to bring fresh water to Lake Mead and to the fields and everywhere else, right? That's what capitalism says. They're not going to build that now because we have to extract 
all that we can out of the system as it is now so that we can maximize when the extraction begins on the other thing. That's why they want to burn. Look, don't you think Exxon and all these guys could be working full-fledged into green energy right now? They could. They have the, they have the investment power to do much more than what they're doing for green energy right now. I'm talking about the oil companies. So that whenever we go full green, they still have a company that's now doing green. That's not what they believe in. Here's what Exxon knows. Exxon knows there are a lot of little companies that are going to strive and die. Strive and die. So they are going to get all those little companies to find the viable green energy solutions, plural. And after, you, after a lot of little people have come up with the innovation, have lost money, made money, lost money, died, and all of that, after they hammer that out, then Exxon is going to go in and say, okay, I want to purchase that. And the last person who's been successful and the last person who's been, the little guy who's invested is going to get out of there making billions and Exxon will make trillions from what they purchase. Remember, corporations, big corporations don't take risks. That is what you all have to understand. They don't take risk. Everybody else does. The government takes the risk for them or little corporations take the risks for them. And when they, approve, when they have a proof of concept that is viable for success, then the corporations come in, they buy it up, they take it, but they take no risk. And the shareholders make a lot of money and the executives get their bonuses. It's important for you to understand. When people say, oh, we charge all these high gas prices because of investment, that's bull. They don't invest in anything, okay? When I say they don't invest in anything, I'm not saying that they don't have a big R&D department. That's what I'm saying. But their R&D department is highly dependent on government and highly dependent on all those other little people that are out there developing things. And then they turn it into, by the time they get it and invest their monies into it, they don't have much to lose. And, and of course, we're talking on scales, right? But by the way, just to let you know, I worked at NL Industries. I worked at Dresser Industries. I worked at Daniel Industries. So I understand how Daniel now was one of the little guys. So they, they actually crash and burn on their technologies. And every now and then, they threw away uh, something here or there. Just to, let, just to put a pat on my back, the last four products that were developed by Daniel Industries, the four products, I, I actually wrote the code for them and designed the code for them. Just, just to let you know that I'm not talking out of the you-know-what. All right. All of these things can be looked up, by the way. Uh, Eric Hayes says, Peaker plants, bud doesn't run out. You have plants out. Huh? Peaker plants, bud doesn't run out. You have plants online, bro. No, you make no sense. Huh? That don't make any sense. That don't make any sense. Uh, you said peaker plants, bud doesn't run out. Um, I don't know what you mean by that. I, I honestly don't understand that. All right, Breeze MCP said, we white people are natives in this land. <laughs> it's, it is funny. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, the, the past president, the, the past uh, person who ran the Republican Party, he came on to MSNBC and said, it's amazing who the people are that are saying you can't replace us when they were the ones who replaced the natives. It's amazing. 
the hypocrisy, the, I mean, the downright gall is amazing. Anyway, Fabrice, I'm glad to see that you saw the irony in it. Okay, Tom C. says, water pipelines from the Great Lakes to the west and south. May, maybe some places are not sustainable for people with lawns, golf course, and swimming pools. Yeah, the Great Lakes is full of water, but I have a question about the Great Lakes as far as how much water uh, they hold. And I mean, I know there are parts of the Great Lakes that's over 600 feet deep, over 600 feet deep in the Great Lakes, so some parts, um, if I recall correctly. But I mean, if you start draining uh, the Great Lakes, I mean, you, you have to make sure that it's replenishable. And not all of it drains in the St. Lawrence River, right? I mean, I think it's the St. Lawrence River that drains the Great Lakes, if I recall correctly. And uh, so whatever, whatever the flow rate, the, the maximum amount of water you can take out of the Great Lakes, I would imagine, is whatever the flow rate is in the St. Lawrence River minus how much is needed to keep it minimally navigable. That's my hunch. You can tell me if I'm correct or not, Tom C., but I think the only place that the Great Lakes loses water is through evaporation and the St. Lawrence River, I think. You may correct me if I'm wrong. All right. Uh, Eric Hayes says, Egberto, no, the problem was the blades on the heat this past weekend. It was not government. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just telling you that it doesn't matter uh if if you look material science you know all engineers have to take material science you build things based on your environment you can build if you can build a wing which is a blade a wing based on the heat that is needed let's give an example your airplane your airplane can take off out of arizona at 120 degrees and get up into 40,000 feet at minus 50 degrees, okay? So there you have a wingspan that is going over, the difference in temperature that it has to behave correctly under is over 100 degrees difference. And you know, heat is expand, contract, all that kind of stuff, right? What I'm trying to tell you, Eric, is the reason I, the reason I, I get on people's case when they bring these stories is they don't understand that technology is real and when people make certain statements like oh it's going to be affected by heat an engineer like myself would laugh because we understand that temperature gradients is something you can build for you know when you drive in your street and you see those cracks in the in the gravel for expansion when it comes to the types of st stuff you do with blades there are different techniques to handle different expansions that's what it's all about so no, Eric, again, again, please stay with, try not to just listen to what dumb right-wing hosts say or write and stay with where you can get knowledge. And by the way, this knowledge I get from doing a lot of reading. I'm an engineer and do a lot of reading. That's all, sir. Nothing more, nothing less, I promise. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay, uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Alistair Waters says, uh, oh, the Scottish blog, I'll check that out later, E2247. Alistair Waters says, current temperature in Conroe is 94 and feels like 101. I'm glad it's 94, but I have a feeling by the time I'm driving down there, I'm going to be in the hundreds, uh, Alistair. And don't forget, we're going to be going out for coffee, all my, my Texas folk, Houston area folk. 
All right, let's see. Brief says, Alistair Waters, now wait. You are in the, in, in the tube killing me. Ha <laughs> ha. Paul Fleming says, I wanted to hear their words. Maywood, uh, that's the haze, Alistair Waters say. Let's see. Back. I'm, I'm about to do the video, but I want to make sure and get to everybody. Lee Grant says, last time I voted, I saw no right-wing nuts shooting up the place. No, you didn't. That's not a point. It's not what's doing. It's what's been told going to be done. And I can tell you that, you know, this is what happened when communities don't live and share information, right? There were certain communities in Houston that when that Republican went and said he's looking for 10,000 poll watchers, and also when they heard on TV that poll watch watchers could be armed, inside of certain communities, it was re they were really going into a panic about voting. Oh, it's time. It's half time is what Bridge is telling me. That I need to, and she's also telling me that we need to show you guys the cup to get. By the way, so, by the way, people, Breach MCP designed the cup that you are going to see right now. That cup was designed by Breach. Please go ahead and consider going to our site to get the cup because you know what? You get that cup, you're helping us here at Politics Done Right to get the story out to make sure things get done. And here is that mug. Let me put that mug in the feed right now. Here you go. Check that mug out. Did I get it in? Okay, where is it? Where is it? Come on, keyboard. Let's see if I can get that in now. Uh, paste. Let's get that. Copy that. So please, folks, consider getting that mug. There it is. Uh, that is from designed by Bridge MCP. But let me go ahead and ask you to get our books. I'm going to play that and we'll, come, we'll move on. Alberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Network's KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies, I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. I'm Egberto Willis. Absolutely so, folks. And you can go ahead and get our books right there, politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. You can also support the show by going to politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. And uh, to the, our store where you can buy the cup, I already put the link directly to the cup, but you can also buy the, just go to our store, politicsandright.com slash store, politicsandright.com slash store. And if you want to find all the different ways in which you can support our program, which we ask you to please do so, politicsandright.com slash support. Okay, I'm done with that. 
Uh, let's continue with the show. Um, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Thank you for reminding me, uh, Bridge MCP, as usual. John Carter says, or you choose not to vote. Half time. Thank you for reminding me. Okay. Lee Grant says, Egberto, have you seen Danish de Sousa's film 2000 Mules? No, but you see, Danish is not a reliable source. Danish is not a reliable source. Danish is a convicted felon. Okay, let's just remember that. He's a convicted felon. He's also a liar. And, you know, I, I remember the previews of the stuff that he does. Danish D'Souza will never, I will never watch something that Danish D'Souza puts out. Period. Punto y final. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, this shooting happened last year at a grocery store too. What shooting? Uh, let's see. Um, I'm not going to pull up the New York Post because it has some ads that may uh, mess with some of our stuff. But um, like I said before, um, anyway, I don't know what you're trying to do there. But Paul Fleming says, the funny part about all these springs is that people of color should be angry and should be the shooters of white neighborhoods. But we don't. We have little, uh, a little thing called hope and we something called a loving heart. I am glad that you said that, um, Paul. You bring up a very important point. I want my, my, my progressive white brothers and sisters that listen to my show, they understand this. Some of my conservatives, white brothers and sisters also understand it. But some choose not to understand it. I find it ironic. I want you to listen to me closely. I find it ironic that many white Americans are made to fear people who look like me, people who look like Brother Fleming, people who look like Roberto Lewis, people who look like how many people with Spanish surnames look. I find it ironic. The people who were enslaved, the, you know, you fear the people who were enslaved, you enslaved them. They were released from slavery they, and they didn't ish, institute mass killing. Not because they couldn't, but because it wasn't in their nature and notice i didn't say dna i said nature because i think the dna of all humans are basically the same in other words we all have terrible good ones bad ones etc and the enslavers weren't most americans you see there were very few enslavers but the rest of the white americans were led to believe that those that were enslaved were dangerous people so therefore you must be prejudiced against them. Therefore, you must be racist against them because those are bad people. After all, why would we enslave them? The people, it's not, you know, the, the people who should be fearful in this country are people who have pigment. Think about it. Who is mostly murdered by the police again? People who look like me. Who were enslaved? People who look like me. Who are followed in the store and have to prove their innocence before their guilt? People who look like me. Who have to play a role to get a loan at a bank? People. I mean, if you if you want to be honest, it's it, you know. I mean, it, I wish more 
black politicians and Latino politicians, and when I say Latino politicians, I mean pigmented Latino politicians, would go out there and start telling a few truths. The people who should really be in fear are not white people. Even, even gangs, when they're doing their gang-like work, it's not white people that are getting blown up. Yeah, I mean, you have the, you have the, 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 every now and then you have the cases that the media blows up to make you even have further fear of black people. But more white people are screwing you over than, than, than black folk, by far, right? Crime have a tendency to be within a community. This false, this very false belief that you need to fear those black folk, you know, they first make it look like black is something to be feared. And then you have that built up and, it, it, you know, that's why you see kids, right? The kids have their black friends and all of that. They play with and all of that. And no problem. They, they have fun, all that good stuff. And then by the time they become 10, 12 or 13, they get that into them. They, they always knew they're a little bit of privilege based on what they see on TV. But they're playing with their friends and it's not there. But then later they grow old and they have to get into this domain, right? And fear. So what Paul Fleming says has more importance than many realize. The people in this country that really should be feared, that, that we should really fear, are not folks who look like me. Are the ones who are misleading you. The ones who have created a, 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 a panicky young man at 18 who felt that in order to protect himself from replace, being replaced, he had to go kill 10 good black folk. One good white folk in the neighborhood that's populated by people mostly who look like me. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. Who really should be fearful in this country? And let me tell you, I'm, a, I'm an educated person. I'm an engineer, business owner. I have a talk show now. Don't have the kind of money I used to have anymore, but all of that. When a cop is behind me, I'm scared to death. When I go into a store, I make sure to make it, to, to make it clear that I'm there to shop and not shoplift. That's a burden. That's a burden. Just having pigmentation gives you, while the others wipe you out clean. I mean, racism is such a stupid thing. So I, I'm glad you brought that up, Paul Fleming, because it's so much more important than something else I wanted to say. The people that need to be fearful in this country are not white people. Replacement theory. The only folks that can say they know a particular group replaced them were the indigenous people. They, rich white men came into America and replaced them. And when I say rich white men, I meant a small group of white men. Most of my white brothers are just fine. But those, that core of rich folk, and by the way, the new core of rich folk that include folks like Oprah and Johnson and all these guys, they have adopted the same methodology of all the capitalists that screw us all. I want you guys to think about that. It's never, it was never about pigmentation. It has always been about capital. I had a video to play, but man, you guys took the whole show. 
it has always been about capital and all of us are pawns in the system and how do we fix that this is going to what bruce always say what's the solution i love bruce bruce always say what's the solution what's the solution right so the solution folks is to vote progressive in this next election if you love your neighbor if you love your family not one republican should get your vote if you genuinely love humanity and i'm not saying this i'm not saying this as, as a partisan I, I i swear to you i'm not saying this as a partisan because i have voted republican before i vote for the person but nobody who votes under the Republican ticket, or rather who, who uh, runs on the Republican ticket right now, deserves any vote. That party should be penalized for the evil it represents. That party should be penalized for the evil it represents. So if you love humanity, if you love your family, if you love health, not one Republican should get your vote and that's an absolute statement that i stick by i will stick by this in 2022 if others make a change oh i, I need to back up i am sorry if it's a republican within, within the party that has excoriated the evil within the party but says i want to remake my party that's an exception liz cheney is an exception to the rule liz cheney is the exception to the rule. Liz Cheney is an honorable, good woman who I disagree with socially and economically, but is a good, honorable woman. She deserves a vote. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Bruce says, Lake Superior is really deep. Yeah, but uh, again, my question, Bruce, is the amount of water we can draw out of the Great Lakes, I think they're all connected. The amount of water we can draw out of the Great Lakes cannot be greater than the amount that it dumps into the St. Lawrence River, plus what's needed in the St. Lawrence River for minimal navigation. I think that that I think that is true. I'm still looking for somebody to check that out for me. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, picker plants are set up for maximum peak periods of power use, but they aren't used much and are often considered a waste of resources. In a capitalist society, there will be a waste of resources. In a true society, you you have what's needed for your maximal part. That is why. The government should keep things like drugs for pandemics and all of that without having to run and make them while people die. Daniel Lido says, notice how Egberto already knows about replacement theory. Flip side of the same racist coin, unlike the racist unhappy about it, Egberto is happy about it. Wow. Really? Don't, don't understand that. I don't understand that, brother Lido. All right. Lee Grant says, I kind of like the hauling a big rock up a mountain and letting down slowly. It's turning the sin of Cepheus into a battery. <laughs> I love you, man. That's that's a good that's a good one. Uh, uh, a very good one. Very good one, Lee Grant. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, yeah, I got time to read this too. Uh, Patricia Vadala, Vadala, Patricia Vadala. They create fear by giving you a reason to believe things are true or not. Whatever is best serves the outcome they want. Perfecto, exactamente. Beto was convicted to Egberto not of a felony. Thank you very much. Uh, Bridge MCP says. Petty stuff. I was arrested in Canada. It was tedious. <laughs> All right. Maywood, that was an answer to Eric. Paul Fleming, an answer there. Lee Grant said, it's not Hugh, it's culture. Um, yeah, you know, when people don't want to claim their, their Hugh-based racism, uh, Lee Grant, 
they call it culture and a lot of people fall for it please lee you're too smart to fall for it you're a smart dude guy uh peggy lopez says i had an interesting moment last friday night in sacramento left the movies with my son about 9 30 great night out and decided to have an ice cream saw what america looks like gop hates <laughs> hey, you got that right baby all right let's see breeze says if it's the white guy who walks into a movie theater that scares me, not the white, not the guy with a turban. I mean, and there's reason, right? There's reason. Mike Capvake says, Cruz Scott's ruling was to allow a full recoup of personal loan he made to his campaign. More ways to purchase a senator. Yeah, you just purchase yourself, right? You go ahead and say, I want to run. I'm a millionaire. I'll throw 10 millions into my campaign, and then I'll spend the rest of my time going to the donors and say, hey, I have a campaign loan to repay. I'm repaying myself. Yeah, I think that's what Carter was alluding to. Dave Smith says, if you come into this country illegally, you can get free medical care, free fluid care. First of all, that is a lie. But secondly, uh, don't forget the founders came in illegally. Okay, don't forget that the founders came into this country illegally. And they came, and while the people at the border right now just want a job, the founders wanted to conquer. All right? Which one is more honorable again? The, po the folks that you like to call illegal aliens across the border, you demonize them. What about the guys who came here, dropped anchor, came onto the land, got help by the indigenous folks, murdered them, took the land, and constantly broke treaties they signed with them? Who is more honorable? Please tell me. It's not a difficult question, but you don't like that, you know? You don't like to hear that history. You don't want to hear it. Look, it's not Daniel Ledo's fault that those crooks did that to the indigenous people or those murderers did that to the indigenous people. It's not Dave Smith's fault. It's not Lee Grant's fault. Nobody wants to blame you. What we do want to do is tell you, like in any society with problems, we don't have some, some, some uh, monopoly on honor. So when we want to tear down those people at the border who are coming to America for a better place, they are coming to a better place for a job, a job that is available for them now. When the founders came, they came to stay here and decided to conquer. And in the process of conquering, murdered and in the process of murdering signed treaties and to, and and went against their treaties whenever riches could be made in their capitalist structure this is not revisionist history that is history you you choose to not to deny you know the rest of the world knows the history so when we have ourselves patting ourselves on the back and talking about how exceptional we are there's nothing exceptional about we doing things that other bad people have done and every country has had their bad okay i'm not trying to put us as being just bad everybody has their badness but that's just the truth hard to listen to early voting today go vote folks don't forget uh um, kim ag is doing a number on lena hidalgo it will not stand okay kim ag is playing politics with lena hidalgo in harris county texas for the texans that are listening to me right now wake up you cannot allow de a democratic attorney uh, rather a district attorney 
to mess into the field of somebody who funds her because what she is doing remember a lot of this comes from them not spending money to give this district attorney a hell of a lot more lawyers to persecute more people let's get it right so voters we'll have more to come later uh let's continue peggy lopez says my favorite shirt don't piss off Old people, the longer we live, the less life is sensitive. <laughs> Egberto, you are entitled to your opinions. Of course I am. You are too. Emma Baker says, Liz and Adam Kissinger are good people. Adam Kissinger was the name I forgot. Thank you for reminding me, Emma Baker. It is, I don't think, is Adam running again? I'm not sure if he's running again. If he's running, he's one Republican that you can vote for as well. Uh, many more 24s, Egberto. Thank you. Uh, let's see what else we got here uh introduction to the symposium thank you e2247 paul fleming says when lee make made the stupid statement it makes me rethink what i thought about him no he's a good guy he sometimes likes to get under your skin egberto is so intelligent he doesn't even recognize when he's being called a racist lol okay egberto i will actually use the word next time you are not confused i don't really care what you think i know who i am you see i don't depend on knowing what somebody else named me or called me. I am sufficiently confident in myself that what you call me or think of me has little value. Okay, honestly, Mr. Lido. So we should talk just on terms of factual conversations because I really don't care how you feel about me. That doesn't change our society. That doesn't make us better. Eric Hayes says, I'm not doing the Mallorca thing. Let's go, Brian. Let's see. Tom C says, there was a candidate named Oz who'd say anything just for applause, hope for a bump from his best bud, Trump. The man behind the curtain says, a Senate in certain, if you believe in me. And Santa Claus. Oh, that was a good poem, Tom. Send it to me. I, I Let's have your list of poems. I have one that I have tagged already. Paul Fleming, let's see. I, I, we got to get out of here. Sister Jan says, Brandon has crapped all over the working class. Okay, Sister Jan, uh, you came in too late, but we can talk about that the next time, okay? Uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Bridge MCP is Sister Tank. Who knows? Sister could be Tank, right? Paul Fleming says, thank you, Sister Jan. Let's see. Oh, wow. I got, you guys are still writing. Egberto, I have to ask, why are you for women and children slave trade through the Mexican border? I am not. That's, that's really how they fooled you. The DA's office has been given extra money from Lena's commissioner's court. August misleading everyone. Exactly right. And we have to put a stop to it, brother John Cotter. John Cotter is a warrior in Texas, man. Remember John Cotter whenever he comes to you for anything. John Cotter is a warrior. Uh, let's see. Daniel Ledo. Lena is so corrupt. Yeah, that's what you'd like to believe. She's one of the best on the court, period. Bar none. Uh, okay, I got to get out of here, folks. It's 5.03. I, didn't, I lost track of time. Crocox's Mike Cisak would know the truth. Well, I won't repeat that. Anyhow, folks, thank you for being here. Please remember to go visit politicsandright.com slash support, politicsandright.com slash support, and provide us whatever support you can to make sure we can continue doing what we do. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. 
Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.